By the way, congratulations to Tehran, Iran, for uh, being the worst place in the entire world to live yet again. Nicely done. They held on to their title, and it was tough this year because for the first time ever, they had some serious competition from New York, San Francisco, and Chicago. <laughs> but uh, maybe better luck next year, guys. What's up? This is Mark K. Saves the Republic, and we're going to start here in, in just a minute. We are coming off of a weekend where the Democrats forced through this $400 billion bill. I think it, I think actually in the end it was closer to $700 billion. And it's something that nobody really wanted except for Democrats. Democrats who realize that this is their last ditch effort. You know, when you, when you have something like this that comes up, you know, with Joe Manchin's support, Kristen Sinema's report, when you see, you know, Chuck Schumer's all excited, all of this at the last minute, you can only... It, it, it boils down to one thing. It's not good for the United States of America. The Democrats believe it's good for them. They believe it's good for their power base. They believe it's going to help them in the midterms, which it won't. And they believe that it's going to make them more money, which, well, that it probably that it probably actually will. And when you when you went, by the way, I always am wary of something called a votorama. You know, I don't votorama is not something we should ever use in our political discourse. If you've got to do something based on a concept of of a vote arama, you know, it sounds like it sounds like something at the world's most boring amusement park. Step right up, step right up, ride the votorama. And you know, if that's the way that you're gonna get your if that's the way that you're gonna get your legislation through, then we have a serious problem with our country. The filibuster is not the problem. The votorama to me is. And when you come out, when you come out at the other end of this and you see how happy the Democrats are and how they're patting themselves on the back and man, they're just so excited. They're just over the moon. They can't believe it. they may lose the House of Representatives. They may even lose the Senate. They can't believe that these Donald Trump supported MAGA Republicans all over the country are winning their elections. But on top of all that, on top of all that, uh, you know, now they're they're just they're This gives them hope for the future. Um, even though that they don't, they don't have one. And what, you know, I want to go back to the Catriot manifesto when we began the show. And when we started this movement of Catriotism, you know, a lot of people would call and they say, Hey Mark, what is a Catriot by the way? Or I, you know, I, I listen to your show and I consider myself to be a Catriot, but I just want to know what that is exactly. And so I wrote a Catriot manifesto and many of you have downloaded it. It's free, but you don't have to pay for it. If you haven't yet gotten the Catriot manifesto, go to Mark K that's M A R K. K-A-Y-E.com. Go to markay.com and uh, and you can download a copy. And it's the Catriot Manifesto, Seven Ways to Stop the Lunatic Left and Have Fun Doing It. And one of the things that's really important is to understand, you know, your enemy, basically. I don't I'm not like Sun Tzu or anything like that. But there are uh, there are a couple things in this manifesto that I want to start off with. And one of them is it's one of our mottos. If the left is happy, you shouldn't be. If the left is happy, you shouldn't be. I'm going to read this here quickly. And I know what you're thinking. I didn't I didn't download this podcast to hear you read something. But, you know, a lot of people, I mean, it's 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 really good. And I'm not just saying that because I wrote it. It's really good because, well, I wrote it and it's it's actually true. Uh, one of the most common questions I get is, how do I know if we're winning? Which is a fair question. I mean, if you have a lifelong goal, like saving the republic, something you have to do every single day in this world, then you need to know that you're actually accomplishing that goal. Uh, saving the Republic isn't like winning a bake-off or playing blackjack or buying your first home. It's tough sometimes to know that your efforts are paying off. That's why I came up with this simple litmus test. If the left is happy, you shouldn't be. 
If the Democrats and the media are celebrating something, if they are smiling and applauding and patting themselves on the back, if you ever hear a lunatic lefty say something like, this is a great day for America, then know that it isn't. It's exactly the opposite. When you hear Chuck Schumer, when you hear Joe Manchin, when you hear Joe Biden going out there taking a victory lap, if they say, this is a great day for America, or this proves that democracy works, anything like that, if it comes out of the mouth of a leftist, what it means is, we, this is a great day for the Democrat Party. This is a great day for uh, socialists. This is a great day for me personally, as a Democrat operative who's been using my political position for my own personal benefit for years. <clears throat> That's what they mean. They don't mean it's a good uh, it's a good thing for the country at all because it's not. What they've done with this bill, this this massive spending bill, is not good for America. It's good for accountants, the eighty seven thousand accountants they're going to be hiring for the IRS. It's good for those people. It's good for the accountants who are going to get seven hundred and fifty rounds of or seven hundred and fifty million rounds of ammunition or seven hundred fifty thousand rounds of ammunition. It's good for uh, it's good for you know anyone who works for the government because the government's going to get bigger. It's bad for everybody else. It's bad for small business owners. It's bad for middle class Americans. It's bad for it's bad for, you know, big business. Basically, that's that's pretty much everyone I can think of. Um, so it's bad for America. Uh, if they now the opposite of that, by the way, is true. If the Democrats seem angry, frustrated, downtrodden or confused, well, then that's, you know, pat yourself on the back. Great job. You're, we're, we are succeeding and the Republic will live another day. Whenever the lunatic lefties lash out at a reporter or scream into a microphone or say something like, we just have to keep fighting, then you know that it's safe to crack open a cold one and toast to victory. But you always have to remain diligent because they're not going to be kept down for long. Sure, they'll get angry and frustrated, but they're not going to give up. See, that's the thing about saving the Republic. We are saving the Republic from people who are trying to destroy the Republic. And if they are, I mean, think about this. Think about how hell-bent you are on saving this country. You love this country. You do anything for this country. This country gave you everything that you desire in life. This country made you happier and wealthier and more successful. This country gives you a sense of pride and joy. And you and other people who love this country are your friends and you admire them and you hang out and you want to support them. Well, the Democrats are just like that too, but they're on the, you know, the flip side. There's the yin and the yang. They're the yang. They hate this country. They don't like the constitution. They hate the way that the government's run. They don't think that it's fair or just. They look at everything that they've gotten in their lives, and many of the Democrats have gotten a lot of things in their lives, and they think to themselves, I got all of this not because I live in America, but despite the fact that I live in America. America is unjust. America is racist. America is flawed. That's what they believe. And if they're billionaires or multimillionaires, if they're getting away with DUIs or insider trading, if they can have child porn on their computers or make, you know, make millions of dollars from China, doesn't matter to them. Doesn't matter to them that they were able to do that in America. It wasn't because of America or the or the uh, Bill of Rights or anything our founding fathers did. It was all despite the fact that they live in the greatest country in the world. They think they did it all by themselves. And uh, and they and now they're using their power and influence to try to change America. Why? Because they think that's a way to get more power and more influence, which sadly for a lot of them, it is. I mean, when you look at when you look at Stephen Colbert, for example, when you look at Jimmy Kimmel, when you look at when they really started to get notoriety, it's when they started bashing America. 
It's when they started bashing everything that made this country fantastic and great. It's when they started siding with woke leftist culture that was trying to destroy our American ideals and way of life. That's when people get notoriety. Look at AOC. AOC was a bartender. And from what I hear, a horrible one. She was a bartender. She said, you know what? I just can't get famous bartending. I just can't get the Twitter following that I want as a bartender. Bartending's great. Yeah, I get free drinks and the tips are nice and it's all cash. So it's under the table. And every now and then some guy hits on me because, you know, he wants to date me, but I'm just not famous enough. Maybe I'll run for Congress. And because I live in Brooklyn or Queens or wherever, uh, it'll be easy to do. I can just say, hey, I can just say every crazy lunatic left thing, uh, go out there and look pretty and and I'll and I'll make it. And unfortunately, that worked for her. And now she's in. I mean, she is notably one of the most powerful uh, Democrats in the country, one of the most powerful female politicians in the world, which is sad and scary. But she did it because of notoriety, not not for a desire to help the republic. And now she's using all of that influence that she has to try to make a name for herself, to try to pay off the Green New Deal, uh, people to write books, to do whatever it is she can. And, and that's what the left is all about. They're not interested in saving the country, saving the republic. They're interested in saving themselves. So when you look at this bill, when you look at this bill that passed or this the uh, the results of this voterama, what do we have? Well, we have all this money for these Green New Deal projects that nobody really wanted. Nobody wanted this Green New Deal stuff. Nobody wanted any of this stuff except for the Democrats. It's not good for the country. It's not going to change anything. It's definitely not going to reduce inflation, which is which is ironically what they called it, the Inflation Reduction Act. And the and the, anyone who believes, by the way, anyone that believes that this is going to reduce inflation has bought into a bag of goods. In fact, I imagine somewhere Joe Manchin and Chuck Schumer are sitting around going, oh my God, we just passed a $700 billion bill through reconciliation, $750 billion for healthcare, taxes, climate. Uh, it was a party line vote. We had to drag in Kamala Harris to break the tie 51-50. We had to use the Votorama. We had to use the reconciliation maneuver because we knew we couldn't pass it Without, you know, uh, without the in a filibuster proof Senate. So, you know, we're going to we're going to skirt the uh, the system and we're going to do everything that we can. And in the end, what did they get? They're not going to reduce inflation. They're going to raise it. Bernie Sanders even said that he voted for it, but he even said it. They're going to add eighty seven thousand IRS agents, eighty seven thousand IRS agents, which I'm going to be honest with you, does not make this country less expensive to run. It makes it more expensive to run. And the first thing those IRS agents are going to do is they're going to go sweep in to the middle class, to the upper class, to the big businesses that hire a lot of the middle class people. And they're going to say, look, we need more money. Number one, we got to pay for ourselves. We got 87 new salaries, 87 new pensions or 87,000 salaries. Pardon me. 87,000 new pensions, 87,000 healthcare programs. We've got to pay for all of that. So we need money. So give us your tax returns for the last seven years. We're going to go find money that you owe us that you didn't give us. And they're going to start with people who've donated to Republican campaigns because that's what they do. That's what they did during the Obama years. They weaponized the IRS. They weaponized the SEC. They weaponized every organization that they control. They don't use it as a way to 
uh, you know, garner revenue from taxes. They use it as a political weapon to attack people who oppose them. And in doing so, they make it harder or less likely that anyone's going to want to give money to the Republican Party. Think about this. You write a check for $1,000 to your favorite candidate, okay? And you think nothing of it. You think, wow, we really need Trump back. We need Trump back big, bigly. Or man, Carrie Lake in Arizona, she's got to be the governor. We need DeSantis, I need four more years of Ron DeSantis. So you cut that check. You go, it's worth $1,000 for me, uh, for my hard-earned money to help that person win because I need them in office. They are representing me. They're a patriot, by golly. And I want them there. So you do that and you don't think anything of it. And then what happens? Uh, Joe Biden and the Democrats come to office uh, and they 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 hire 87,000 IRS agents and they they get all this information about people who've donated to Republican campaigns because it's all it's all public info. And they come to your name on the list. And all of a sudden you get a call from the IRS or you get a visit or a letter. We're auditing you. Why? Well, because you gave a thousand dollars to a Republican and we don't like Republicans. That's not what they're going to tell you. But that's exactly what's going to happen. And so you get audited. It's a big pain in the butt. Maybe you owe some money to the government. All of a sudden, four years down the road, Ron DeSantis comes knocking on your door saying, hey, uh, thank you for that donation you gave me for governor of Florida in my second term. Now I'm running for president. Would you like to donate? Or Carrie Lake comes back and says, hey, we won in Arizona. We we have a reelection campaign in four years. I need some help. Or any Republican anywhere comes to you and says, I need money for my campaign to help save America, which I know you want to do because you're a Catriot. You downloaded the Catriot Manifesto at markk.com. You're one of us. You want to save the Republic. And all of a sudden you think to yourself, you know, I would give you money because I like the way you think. I would give you money because I appreciate your ideals and your agenda. I would give you money because you're a Christian conservative who loves this country. You're a Patriot. And I think that you'd be a great person uh, to be in charge of my district or my state or my country. But I'm not going to. Because last time I wrote a check, last time I gave money to a campaign, last time I donated to any Republican uh, can, you know, candidate for anything at all, I got audited. And I it didn't just it wasn't just a one thousand dollar donation, but it cost me a whole lot more in quote unquote back taxes that eighty seven thousand newly hired Democrat agents from the IRS just happened to find in my tax return. So, yes, I'll vote for you. But no, I'm not going to support you monetarily because I don't want the Democrats coming back and taking everything that I own. That's the reason they want this bill. That's the reason they wanted 87,000 IRS agents. It had nothing to do with the climate. It had nothing to do with the environment. It has nothing to do with, with lowering or reducing inflation. All they really want to reduce is donations to their Republican adversaries. And unfortunately, they may have done just that. All right, listen, the Mark K. Uh, Catriot Manifesto, seven ways to stop the lunatic left and have fun doing it. You, you need it now more than ever. They're not stopping. They're just, they're gearing up, man. They are good. They're going to come at you and me and everybody harder and harder and harder. So if you have not yet read the Catriot Manifesto, seven ways to stop the lunatic left and have fun doing it. It's easy to get. MarkK.com is where you go. M-A-R-K-K-A-Y-E.com. Go there, join us, download it, read it, and then share it with a friend. 
And whatever you do, don't stop listening to this podcast every single day between now and November because we got a lot of work to do to stop these. Remember, they're out there celebrating today. And if they're celebrating, we shouldn't be.